So throughout the show, y'all have referenced some of the quotes that I wanted to play here in the live wire. And one of the things that Dave Canales and his staff have done, and I imagine this has been the hardest thing they've done so far since they became a coaching staff, is rewatch the film of the 2023 Panthers. He talked about that process yesterday when he met with the media up at Indy. So that's kind of been the, the painstaking, slow, methodical approach to make sure that I know Carolina Panthers 2023. It took me about two and a half, three games to get emotionally involved in Panthers football to where I'm like, no, oh, we got to pick this up. Like, so I'm all in, you know, um, and, and actually, you know, I'm just now finishing up kind of watching those in detail. There's, there's cut-ups, you know, there's self-scout. I've been able to be in those meetings with the Jero and kind of learning our defense. And, um, and that's been really fun too, just as a clinic, you know, I just feel like a kid I'm here, I'm learning all the ins and outs of a defense I've been trying to attack for a long time and, and to see it done really well has been great. Um, but yeah, so, th so I'm kind of learning that. Walker, if you had to guesstimate, because Dave Canales is not going to offer this kind of information up, when he gets done with the entire 2023 film work, what's the over-under of the what the bleeps were you doing Frank Reich was hurled out loud? Because there has to be a lot of, time, a lot of moments in time where he's watching Bryce Young and he, he's not recognizing what Frank Reich was trying to do with the rookie quarterback. If we go one a game in the first six or seven games, maybe two, three, four, so maybe we're talking about 24, and then in the second half, that stretch of Indianapolis and Chicago, there was a lot more there, so then you have to times it by three. Uh, a bajillion is what I just came up with, a bajillion <laughs> times. I'll take the over on that, and I hope Dave Canales fixes everything about it. Yeah, I think he definitely had his moments, man, but coaches, you know, they always understand each other and coaching and what they're trying to do. So uh, he's cerebral enough that he's going to watch plays and understand what the intent was and then see what happened to make the play not happen. So I think that he probably had some moments where he disagreed with the philosophy and what they wanted to do with Young. But I think he also understood the intent of a lot of things they were trying to do and why they did not work. All right, the second piece of sound that I wanted to play for you is him talking about he will remain committed to the running game because it's how you win in today's NFL. Never give up on the run game. So we saw we saw a lot of really frustrating games last year. We had some 68-yard rushing games, and we averaged about 76 yards for the first half of the season. And I just kind of shared in these settings, like, we're not going to stop running the ball. Now, within reason, we have to find a way to score points. So that was a challenge in and of itself. But you have to be able to run the ball to go where we want to go ultimately, which is number one, to win the d division, win the South, and then to win deep in the playoffs. And if you watch the teams that go far, it's the teams that can run because I promise you, the pass rush gets better every week you advance in the playoffs. And then you go to the, now we're down to eight and the pass rush just gets better in Detroit. And then if you make it to that final four, man, did you look at the four teams that were in the, the conference championships? You look at the pass rush, you better be able to run the ball. So it's something that I'm going to be stubborn about. It's something that I'm going to be committed to. It's how you create explosive plays in the play action. But then it's also how you're able to neutralize a really good offense on the other side. Wes, I think you, you like to you like what you hear that you're going to remain committed to the running game. But Dave Canales is a young head coach, and most of today's young head coaches are influenced by formulas and numbers, which we call analytics. Do you do you think that he has the makings to be a coach that's going to stay stubborn and, and run the football 
or if they get behind 14 to three in the middle of the second quarter, we're going to turn this thing into air Panther and Bryce is going to get back to slinging it all over the field. Uh, no, I think that he will. I mean, when you look at the numbers last year, Tampa Bay was 23rd in rush attempts per game, but they were up three from the previous season. And then for context, two numbers can sometimes be a bit misleading because you hear 23rd and you're like, oh, well, that sounds contrary to what he was saying. But then you go look at the team that right at the 10th spot, New Orleans, they ran the ball only five more times. Well, actually only three more times uh, than Tampa. Tampa did, and they were 10th. New Orleans was 28.2. Tampa was 25.4. So I think Canales is going to stay uh, with the run. Bryce is still going to be a young quarterback. He's still going to be learning a new offense uh, in his first season under this regime. And I think a running back, you know, a lot of people would say that myth that got debunked about the tight end uh, being a quarterback's best friend. But a running back can also be a quarterback's best friend, especially considering uh, if you have that workhorse guy back there that you can depend on to pick up first downs and keep you ahead of the chains, I think that will help Bryce as much as anything. I mean, football, as much as it changes, it stays uh, very similar in a lot of ways, and you need to be able to run the ball to keep the defense honest. It's one of the first comments I'm not 100% thrilled about. I like having a strong running game, but I also want to be a strong running team if you're going to be stubborn about running the football. So many times it's, well, we need to establish the run so we can get ready for those big plays that are a result from teams stacking the box and looking to stop the run. But you have to be good at it. Carolina can be good at that, and we've had our success here in Carolina the past couple of years. This past season, they were better when Chuba, Hub uh, Chuba Hubbard got the rock. They were better two years ago when Deontay Foreman and then Chuba Hubbard got the rock. But if they're not good at it, then I don't want to just continue to run it on like third and six. On second and 10, I don't want to run it, get four yards, and then beat third and six there. And this was, this was the criticism that Dave Canales received being the OC in Tampa Bay. It was that, yeah, okay, that's great. You want to have a strong running game, but they weren't very efficient at it, right? They weren't very good at it. And you can blame the offensive line. You could also blame Rashad White, who is a much better pass catcher than he is a runner of the football. According to DAVOA, rushing yards over expected yards. Wasn't finishing great there compared to a lot of the other running backs in the NFL. So can Chuba be that guy? He finished in the positive in rushing yards over expected, which is nice. Not one of the top 10, but did finish in the positive, which is a good thing. So it's all about how much is this team constructed to run the football and then build off of your play action. That's what I'm interested in, but I'm glad you're going to run it. I just, I, I can see myself getting frustrated by sticking to it too much if it's not going anywhere. Speaking of Chuba... Walker, Dave did say yesterday he is going to be the starting running back. Chuba, 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 chatting everywhere. What? When the season does start next year. So even though they paid Miles Sanders, Chuba is going to be RB1. So yesterday we played audio of Merrill Hodge, who has a, an opinion that he would not draft Drake May in the first round. I think he's a second round talent. Merrill Hodge will join us tomorrow at 1220 to talk about that and other NFL uh, draft stuff, but uh, Tim Hasselbeck, who called many of Drake May's games at the AC at the AC Network, said that uh, it's absurd to question his athleticism. I mean, there's really no other way for me to say it other than I think that's absurd. I think he is a remarkable athlete. 
And, I, and I've kind of talked about in terms of when you look at his size and athleticism and that combination, the rarefied air that I believe he will keep company with are guys like Justin Herbert and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Like, you don't, in, a, in second overtime against Duke, you don't run a quarterback sweep with a guy that's a stiff athletically. Like, you don't do that. Like, you put the ball in your, your best athlete's hands, which is exactly what they did. And also this, in terms of inconsistencies, there's a change in coordinators between year one and year two. Wes, you, uh, you're one that loves to dabble in the anti-Drake May narrative whenever <laughs> it uh, tries to make its way in the, the regular season during college football. Or now that we're here in the draft season, and well, when he called him remarkable, you kind of scoffed at that right there in that soundbite. You don't, you don't see anything remarkable in Drake May's athleticism because I saw a couple of remarkable plays against Wake Forest. Hell no, he, he's he's a he's a good athlete. When you see him run, you're no, like, oh, you know, he's no. nice. He can get you out of trouble. He can get himself out of trouble. But remarkable athlete, I think that's a little bit rich. Uh, you know, and I like any prospect. I like to go see the negatives on any prospect. There have been a lot of guys that I've been high on, and I like to see the negatives about them. And I like to think about it and really go in and say, okay, is this really true? What do I think about this? So I feel that way about Kayla Williams and other guys as well. I like to check it out. So it's not just Drake. Uh, I'm a believer in Drake, but I do find that some of the things that people are starting to say are things that I've said at times during his career. Uh, I think that some of them are are valid. Uh, and I know that these guys, these are guys that have played the position and, and really know all the nuances and things of that nature. And so uh, I can't wait to have Merrill on so we can dig more into this. But no, a remarkable athlete, I would not say that. I mean, when you talk remarkable athlete at that position, I'm talking Mike Vick. I'm talking... Uh, you know, some of those guys who are just deadly back there as far as how bad they can hurt you. Lamar Jackson, that's a remarkable athlete at quarterback. Drake May's a good athlete. Uh, you know, I give him his credit there, but not remarkable. So this is what, like, it just gets so lost, though, man. Like, when we talk about Drake May, I like, what adjective do you want? And then we get to pin down on what adjective is the most correct about Drake May's athleticism. Kurt Bankert saying he's not an extremely good athlete. He's not remarkable, but he is good. Drake May is a good athlete, period. Like, let's just keep it simple with the adjectives so we don't start focusing on things that are incorrect and just focus on semantics. Mm -hmm. Drake May is damn good, man. Like, he ran for 700 yards last year or two years ago. He ran for 500 because Chip Lindsey gave it to Hampton a lot more. And so that's the reason that the rushing yards were down. But we've seen Drake May's athleticism show up in winning moments time and time again, where he's no slouch getting around on the opposite ends of tackles. And we've seen quarterbacks that are much less athletic than him, where they're just strictly a pocket passer. Like Drake May, Drake May is big. No, he's not as fast as Jaden Daniels. I think you would still call Caleb Williams a better athlete than what Drake May is. But Drake May's not up here if he's strictly a pocket passer. He is a danger with his legs, as we saw time and time again at Carolina. And I think that's what Tim Hasselback is getting to. The fact that he has called a ton of ACC games as well, and I thought Tim Hasselback has been a great color analyst. We've talked about it even before. Like, I just don't want to get too lost in the sauce. Is he extremely good? Is he remarkable? Is he just okay? like, yeah, he's, he's good, but I don't want to get too crazy. No, he's not Michael Vick. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not one of these crazy fast quarterbacks that we've seen. Nobody's calling him Michael Vick, but he's a good athlete, and he can help you win because of his athleticism in the NFL. Is that it, Fitty? Yeah, I'm just kind of hurt. 
Why are you hurt? Is it because of Wes <laughs> trying to bring the man down that you like watching at Chapel Hill so often? It's not. It's not Wes. Uh oh. Granny Pat. Talk she, to us, Fitty. What's going on? She agrees with Wes, even though she's a Carolina fan. And you know, I thought Granny was in my corner out here trying to help me find love and no longer be a lonely loser. And here she is siding with the enemy, a man that exists. To hate on those in the Carolina Blue. Oh, I'm hate. I said the man's a good athlete. Tell Tim Hasselbeck he needs to watch his words. We all in the media have to watch our words because we know how they can be construed. So when you say remarkable, then you better have some backup to say somebody's remarkable. If they're just good, say they're good. Uh, but he's been remarkable with his athleticism at times, though, right? I've yeah. never seen him play from him where I thought it was remarkable. Well, well, he, I, well, he I don't threw wanna... a touchdown left-handed while he was getting sacked at Pittsburgh. I remember you checking me on Kenny Pickett and then you saying Kenny Pickett was athletic. And then I was just saying though at the time that he's not a great athlete. Mm -hmm. And then you got mad at me for that. I did not say that Kenny Pickett was a great athlete. I don't recall that. I just remember you checking me. And I was like, he's not a great athlete. <laughs> yeah, and then I, you got mad at that. I probably said that he's more of an athlete than you give him credit for. That's probably why I was He's sneaky that athletic. Yeah, yeah, sneaky athletic. There you go. You practically <laughs> have to kick him out of the film room. <laughs> he's the first one in, last one out. That's the kind of athlete that Drake May is. And he doesn't have tiny hands. He doesn't have tiny hands. Yep. I think. I don't know. I haven't seen his hand measurement, but we'll see. That'll do it for the live wire.